Welcome back to Calling All Sports. This portion of the show is brought to you by Sanford Health, Rosenbauer, Vance Thompson Vision, Dakota Bank, The Diamond Room, and Comfort King. And welcome back to the show. I'm your host, Mark Ovenden. Glad to have you with us. Really happy to have our next guest, Todd Bauman. It's been several years since we've had Todd on the show, and, and glad to have you back. How are you? Good. How you doing, Mark? Glad to be back. Glad to have you. I'm doing great. Uh, Eleven grandkids now, and uh, I got enough for a football team, although six are boys and five are girls after the latest uh, male edition here three weeks ago. I love it. I love that. It keeps you busy. Oh, yes. They are keeping me very busy. So I think, I think the last time I talked to you was at the, at the, the mall how many years ago. I don't remember you did your show out there a long time ago. Wow. That was a long time ago. <laughs> Oh my good it's been too long. We need to stop having big gaps in our in our friendship here. Uh, I agree. Glad to have you on for a couple of reasons. Neil Graff is with me too, who used to play for the Vikings and uh Sioux Falls native, former quarterback in the NFL. In fact, Neil played for get this, these these were do you want Neil, do you want to go ahead and tell Todd who your backups were? I can do well, it. Yeah. Hey Todd, Neil Graff here. I don't think we've had the pleasure of meeting, but uh it's always fun to visit with a former a former quarterback. We can relate to each other, kind of. Um, uh, I had the great pleasure. I'm a Sioux Falls native, went to Wisconsin, and then got drafted by the Vikings, which, of course, the Vikings were my – I'm from, from Sioux Falls, so uh, they were my team growing up. So what a thrill to get drafted by the Vikings. I played behind Fran Tarkington, Bob Lee. You're younger than me, but you might remember those names. Um, oh, I do. And, and then went to uh, uh, New England and played behind Jim Plunkett and then uh, – uh, had just a short stint in Seattle behind. That was the expansion uh, draft. Yeah, that, I went in the expansion draft from New England to uh, to Seattle when they first came into the league, um, and uh, and then just a short stay there, and then got traded to the Steelers. It was Jim Zorn. Well, was Jim, the behind Jim Zorn. Jim Zorn and I battled for the starting job. He won. I got traded to uh, Pittsburgh and played behind Terry Bradshaw for three years with the Steelers there during their. Super Bowl years of the 70s, but my claim to fame, as I tell Mark, and it always draws a smile from him, my claim to fame is played behind Fran Tarkington in the Hall of Fame, played behind Jim Plunkett in the Hall of Fame, played behind Terry Bradshaw in the Hall of Fame, and I tell people my my claim, my something I enjoy talking about is the fact that if it wasn't for me pushing these guys to Hall of Fame status, they never would have made it. So that's exactly right. Exactly right. People don't people don't know how hard they had it. To get they, to exactly they were. right. They they had to work their butts off just to keep the starting position there. And here, all I thought you did was carry a clipboard. There you go. Yeah, I'll carry a clipboard and hold for extra points. That's all you thought I did. Yeah. Oh, I thought the punter did that. You actually held. No, for I, extra I, I held for most of those teams. Okay. Yes. <laughs> the most thankless job in all of football, right there, because nobody knows where you are until you screw one up. There you go, exactly. Yeah, you 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 dwell in obscurity until you screw one up, and then you're front page news. Uh, Todd Bauman is our guest, uh, who played for the. Uh, actually, the bulk of your career was the Vikings. Also played quite a bit for the Saints too, right? Yep, six years in Minnesota, three in New Orleans, and then obviously Green Bay. Jacksonville, Baltimore, and, and obviously Jacksonville a few times back and forth uh, my last couple of years. And Neil forgot to mention Green Bay. He was in Green Bay, and Lynn Dickey was the quarterback there. You go. there. Yeah, yeah. Bart oh, Starr yeah. was the coach, Lynn Dickey. Yeah, so that was a great experience. Yeah. Jeez, you played with a lot of legends. I did, I did. And and those were legends. Again, growing up, Bart Starr and the Packers were 
front and center with their first couple of Super Bowl wins. And, and again, the, the Vikings, Tarkington, you know, Bud Grant, uh, all of those, uh, Carl Eller, Alan Page, I played with them, you know, just, so it was a great thrill to, to be a part of those teams. Oh my gosh. You weren't, you weren't with Bob Lertzema, were you? Oh yes. Oh yeah. Yeah. Bench warmer Bob. Uh, <laughs> uh, I was, I was with him. Uh, 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 Bill Brown, you know, Dave Osborne, uh, Gene Washington. Um, oh, all no. of those guys, yeah. So it was, it was Stu Voigt. Don't forget Stu, your best friend. Stu Voigt, Stu Voigt, oh, yeah. tight end. Yeah, yeah. So great, great thrill. I won't hold it against you. They did play for the Steelers, though, because I, I'm, I'm not a big Steelers guy. Well, yeah, they, they, they have their fans and they have their enemies. You, you recall uh, they had the, the, the black and gold uniforms, which were kind of intimidating. Uh, they and the Raiders, remember the Raiders were black and, and silver. So right. they, they had kind of an, an intimidating aura to them. So you either loved them or you hated them. Well, the one year I was in Baltimore, they beat us in the AFC Championship when Flacco was a rookie. So they kept me from the Super Bowl, so I'm not a big fan of theirs. <laughs> well, I, I, uh, I'm I with you, Todd. I'm not a Steelers fan, uh, being a New Englander. Although, most of the times when the Pats and the Steelers played important games, my team got the better of it. So I guess I shouldn't care. But You're, you're, you're finally feeling the pains of, of uh, some other fans oh once for, for this year. It's been. I'm surprised the uh, that Belichick hasn't called you, Todd, to come and be the the next quarterback because Mac Jones just uh, he's. I, it's it's got to be excruciating for both of you two, having played the position, to see a guy struggle this badly, who actually was pretty decent his rookie year, but now in year three he's lost. Well, I think he's lost. I I think that. You know, anytime you get thrown in and taken out and thrown in and taken out, and I don't care how confident of a person you are, I think over time, sooner or later, you you just can't go out there and play to your ability, and I think that's where he's at right now. I would agree. All right, let's talk about the Vikings quarterback. Um, I, Josh Dobbs was like he flew in with a cape uh, and, and saved the day, you know, in the first couple of games. Everyone now is saying, well, I think that uh, – I think this rookie quarterback ought to play this week. And I'm like, are you kidding me? If you look at that game the other night, now granted, he did not have a great game. But how many of those interceptions were his fault of the four? Like one, I, maybe? Yeah, maybe one. And uh, you know what? And I think it's one of those games. You look at it, like I told my wife in the first quarter, I said, Chicago came to play. Like they, even every short pass that we completed, like they were on top of us, tackling us, hitting us. And, you know, then all of a sudden you get a couple tip passes here and there and, and any time you play those division games, they're just a dogfight to begin with. So, you know, I don't think he played as bad as what everybody's making it out to be. I, I love the way he plays. Neil, your thoughts on that? Well, yeah, I, I agree. Uh, you know, I, again, uh, to echo Mark's comments, the first couple of games where he won and he played really well, a lot of Viking uh, fans, you know, talking about heir apparent to Kirk Cousins. And, and I cautioned them, and I remember talking to Chad Greenway about the fact that um, let's use a little restraint here. There, there's a reason why in his, I don't know, four or five years that he's played that he's been second team. Uh, I mean, if he would have been this great, great, great quarterback, he would have risen to the top or the forefront. So I said, let's just use wait, a wait, caution. Wait, wait, wait. He was in the wrong place at the wrong time, kind well, of like somebody else. Well, we that, and that, that could be the case. And that, and that could very well be the case. And certainly those first couple games, he looked like that might be the case. But I just said, let's use a little restraint and see, give him a period of time to see how he really adjusts to the Viking uh, 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 regimen and, and see if he can continue his success. Well, this game kind of brought him back to earth, and I'm not saying that 
He isn't a good quarterback, but again, Lee, he needs a little bit more exposure to pass long-term judgment on him, I think. Well, I would agree. I, I would 100% really agree. And then, you know, you get Jefferson back, and, and I've said this before, and you guys know this as well as I do, you know, quarterback is such a finicky position where if you get put on teams that don't have the talent around you, it's very, very tough to be successful. I don't care how good you are or how bad you are. Um, and, when you know, I, I, I liken Brock Purdy. I love the kid to death. I think he's a great, great quarterback. But if all of a sudden he's drafted by, say, you know, Atlanta or Houston or, you know, like how is it going to be compared to where he is right now? And, and I take nothing away from him because I think he's a great kid and a great quarterback. But some guys get put in way better situations than other guys do. Yeah, he's in the right place at the right time. There's no question about that. Todd Bauman, our guest. Todd, what's it been like for you? Um, I, I know how hard it was for me watching my three sons play college football and, and all their other stuff that they did, for that matter. But what's it been like for you to sit back and just watch Aiden play here for the Coyotes? Well, there's obviously there's lots and lots of joys, and there's lots of stresses at times. And, you know, I think of, you know, him growing up, I, you know, I coached him since he's been in fourth or fifth grade. So you have some somewhat of a control, you know, but now when you just want to sit back and be a dad and watch him play, but you don't have control. And, and uh, <laughs> you know, my wife, I was like, what's what's the next play? I'm like, I don't know what the plays are. You know, I'm just trying to just watch it and and see what's coming next. So it's, uh, yeah, there's definitely, you know, lots and lots of joy and there's lots of stress in it uh, at the same time, which you well know. That being the case, how much advice does he come in? I mean, you played the same position for crying out loud. I, it's got to be natural that he's going to at least seek out some advice from time to time from dad. Oh, he does. You know, I think as he's gotten older, I mean, when he was younger, he was always picking my brain for every every little thing, no matter what it might be. And I think, you know, there's not, there's not many things that he doesn't know about, you know, defenses and playing the position. He's so far beyond where I ever was when I was at his age as far as his knowledge of the game and understanding it. So, you know, there's bits and pieces. And I think he, you know, more comes for advice on other things almost more than football than he does now. Hey, hey, Todd, I know back in my era, uh, there were no quarterback schools for high school players. There were no camps. Um, and and I, I played every sport in the season. I didn't really concentrate on football. Uh, but a reasonably good athlete, so they always put the best athletes at the quarterback position in, in high school. And, and again, I was in the right place at the right time and went to Wisconsin and then my NFL career. Has, has your son, Aiden, has he, over time, as you've coached him, have you tried to put him in, in the various, in terms of improvements, the, the acceleration programs, the camps, those types of things? Have you given him all of those opportunities? He's done, I mean, he's done a lot of it too when he was in high school. Uh, our high school program and then obviously you know I, I trained high school quarterbacks for the last you know six or eight years so I mean a lot of it he's done through me um, but you know I, I think there's there's a lot a lot of good things that, that kids get from that and then there's certain things where you know I, I look at a lot of these quarterback teachers and you know it, everybody has their own opinion there are certain guys that, oh I wouldn't teach it that way or I wouldn't teach it that way and some guys want to change how a kid throws I was always like I'm just going to take what you do and refine it and uh you know, not necessarily try to change all your mechanics in that way because certain kids just throw the way they throw them. Um, but no, I mean, it's, it's amazing the, the knowledge you talk about kids, even whether they get to college or college kids get to the NFL, just how advanced they are in the passing game compared to, you know, when I was in high school. Say, so, hey, hey, or, uh, Todd, I, I noticed Aiden's a southpaw. Uh, you talk about throwing mechanics. How in the world did that ever happen? <laughs> I have no idea. He's literally the only, 
the only kid in our whole family, my brother's kids and my other brother's kids, like he's the only left-handed person that we have in our whole family. And uh, everybody always asks me, how did you teach him? I just, I just teach him, taught him right hand. And I said, you just reverse it for me because I'm not going to try and drop back. <laughs> my youngest son, Nate, we were out in the backyard playing catch one day when he was little. I mean, little. And he had Ryan or Nick's glove. This was with a baseball. And they were both right-handed, and I was throwing to him, and he was throwing it back, and he I was like, geez, he's not near the thrower as his brothers. All of a sudden, <laughs> after one of the throws, he takes the glove off, slams it down on the ground, puts the ball in his left hand, and fires it back at me. <laughs> you knew then. Yeah, I, but yeah, I, yeah I, it took a little longer than it should have for me to realize my son was a southpaw. But, right. uh, it was only like one and a half or two. And he was, he was eating with like everything he, he ate with his left handed. So I was like, well, I guess he's going to be left handed. I never tried to change it. Well, the thing is, uh, he, he looks at everything from the opposite perspective as you did too. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. Well, I always get left handed people that use a different side of their brain. So he's probably, that's maybe why he's way smarter than me. Well, he's, he's smart enough to have moved to USD where, you know, why Why was USD so uh, such a, a great landing spot for him? after? Because he started at Iowa State, right? Yep, he was at Iowa State for two years. And, um, you know, I was just a firm believer in things always happen for a reason. And um, really good friends of ours, recruiting coordinator, uh, Josh Rosenthal, who was at Iowa State with Aiden, uh, ended up going to, to USD. And then, obviously, my nephew, Boyer, was there. So just at the time, you know, when, when he was going to move on, he just uh, – just became a really good fit and went there for a visit and absolutely loved it and loved everything was about it, their facilities and everything. So it just, uh, just kind of worked out that way. That's, that's going to be cool for you to see him get that opportunity because you just never know at an Iowa State, that's a big enough school to where they're bringing in all kinds of quarterbacks and, uh, you know, one year it might look like, ah, next year is going to be my year. And then they bring in the Wonder Boy. Yeah. You just, yeah, that's part of sports. I mean, especially at that level, you just never know. And, you know, I'm just happy that he's beyond happy and loving where he's at. And, uh, you know, it's been a fun season so far. So hopefully, hopefully things keep rolling this weekend. What, uh, what has been your observation of this year's team and the turnaround they've had? Because to go from three wins last year to nine wins and the number three seed in the FCS playoffs is, uh, almost unheard of. Yeah. I mean, I, I think a lot of it started, you know, right away last year when the season was over. Uh, you know, Aiden talks about it. You know, the guys got together, whether it was in the off season, you know, they're all in a big text that, hey, we're getting together, we're throwing today at this time and, and things that maybe they haven't done in the past and everybody just bought in. I mean, realistically, there's, it's, you know, a high percentage of the same guys that they had the year before, but I think just the buy in and everybody not caring, you know, who does what, you know, how many yards we throw for, how many yards we run for, it's literally at the bottom line of like, we want to win football games and, you know, when you win football games, all that other stuff take care takes care of itself. And I think that's where, you know, the you can have coach led teams, but when when players lead the team, I mean, that's when things can be special. I think that's where they're at this year. Yeah, I would agree. It seems like there's an awful lot of great senior leadership on that team. And of course, your son's a sophomore, but he, uh, you know, the quarterback is also a leader, regardless of what class he's in. We've seen that with Gronowski at South Dakota State too. Uh, were you at the Missouri game? I was, yeah. Okay, so you've been at all the games. Uh, How much did that second half against what has turned out to be a really good college football team, I had no idea they were going to be this good, 
How much did they prove to themselves in that game, even though they lost? Well, I think they came out of that game after the second half, definitely with a lot more confidence. And, uh, you know, I just think that, you know, even looking back at that game, a couple of plays here and there, and it's, you know, even maybe like a, a 14 point game or a 10 point game. So, I mean, it, it, uh, I think that gave them a lot of confidence. And then just, you know, obviously the schedule laid out the way it did, but, you know, having a couple of home games after that and getting on the winning side of it and, you know, going up to NDSU was a, a huge boost of confidence. And I just think since then they've just, you know, kept riding the ship and, you know, the defense has been unbelievable playing great and, and the offense has done their, done their part when they've had to. And, you know, I think they've all just fed off of each other. We got a couple of minutes left as we have Todd Bauman here on the show. Great to have him with us. I'm going to pick both of your guys' brains. We got some incredible college games coming up in, in FBS this weekend. They're going to determine who's in the final four. Uh, your thoughts on maybe, uh, who are, who are the top teams without having knowledge of who's going to win this weekend, Todd? Oh boy. Well, obviously I think, you know, Georgia, Georgia, uh, Michigan. And then, boy, I mean, it, it's so hard, you know, you know, as well as I do after that. I mean, the Washington-Oregon game, I mean, if Washington wins, they obviously have to be in. Um, and then the, the whole Alabama-Texas thing, I mean, it's just, I don't know. I, you know, I, people are, some people are not happy about, like, the expansion of it, but I honestly am. Because I, you know, for listening to Aiden talk, you know, he thought he was, loved his experience at Iowa State. Not sorry to go on a different tangent, but, you know, going to a bowl game, okay, that's great, but the opportunity he has right now to actually play in a playoff and, yep. you know, a real national champion, I think for the FBS, I think is honestly going to be good because, you know, even if Alabama beats Georgia, how can you keep Alabama out? You know what I mean? So I don't know. I, I, that's a really hard question. <laughs> I, uh, that's why I would, I would prefer to see Division One do exactly what F, or not Division One, but FBS. I'd love to see him do what FCS is doing. Yeah, well, they're going to twelve next next year, right? Yeah, yeah. it'll be better. Yeah. yeah, yeah. All right, Todd. Thanks for your time. Sure, appreciate having you on, and we'll see you on Saturday morning down at the dome. Sounds great, guys. I appreciate it. good being on. You bet, Todd Baum and our guest here on Calling All Sports. Neil and I will be right back. I'm Jeff Gould, and when it comes to mattresses, there's no better choice than Comfort King, the original mattress factory of the Dakotas. That's right. Comfort King has been voted number one local best mattress for 14 years in a row, and they want to help you find comfy sleep. Sleep well, live well with Comfort King. Visit ComfortKing.net now and experience the comfort and quality you deserve. Comfort King, the original mattress factory of the Dakotas. Sweet dreams and better health await you. Most of the time, you don't give your garage door a second thought until it doesn't open or close. That's where Overhead Door Company of Sioux Falls comes in. Our service professionals are available 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. If you have a garage door emergency, we'll be there. And we're here for preventative maintenance, too. Overhead Door Company of Sioux Falls, now celebrating 55 years in Sioux Falls, plus offices in Aberdeen and Watertown. Find us at OverheadDoorSD.com. That's OverheadDoorSD.com. Your joints are your connection points, and when they hurt, they stop you from moving freely. That's why at Sanford Health, our board-certified orthopedics and sports medicine experts are ready to help you safely restore your movement and relieve your pain with same-day joint replacement surgery options. These minimally invasive surgeries come with less risk and allow you to have a comfortable recovery at home. You don't need a referral to get started. Schedule a consultation today at SanfordHealth.org. 
For those who don't like to be still. For those with things to do and the drive to get them done. For those in search of a partner to help make it happen, there's a bank. A bank that listens, acts, and impacts all things right here. Dakota Bank. Go with experience. Go with teamwork. Go with integrity. For banking, insurance, mortgage, and trust. Dakota Bank. Here for you. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender, Insurance and Trust Services, not FDIC insured. For that extra special gift, look no further than the Diamond Room. Justin Shadow and his staff will make the entire experience an enjoyable one. We've been helping customers for almost three decades, and Alone Spectre has actually been in the business much longer than that. We have the largest selection of loose diamonds in the region. We also have two in-house goldsmiths and two graduate gemologists on staff. Visit the Diamond Room at 3501 West 57th Street, Sioux Falls, or call 605 605- 362-0008 for an appointment. Or you can always check out our new website at thediamondroom.com. Buying a new truck for your farm or ranch is all about the bottom line. At Billion Fleet, Farm and Ram Commercial Business Link, we know that better than anyone. We have the experience, selection, and industry-exclusive pricing and incentives to help you with your bottom line. Plus, new Ram trucks have been named Motor Trend Truck of the Year for the third year in a row. To see if you qualify for fleet pricing on a new Ram, Call 888-531-1013 or go to billionauto.com slash fleet. You hear me talking about great life every day for a reason. And it's not just because my son Nick Ovenden is the president. Actually, Dad, I honestly don't know if there's anybody who gets more out of their membership than you. And that's just with the golf you play. You spent half that time at the Uh, fitness centers. What are you implying? (laughs) That I'd love to have you work out with me every morning at 6 a.m. I don't think so. How about waiting until I'm awake? Well, good thing most of our facilities are open 24 hours a day. And we've got a friendly, knowledgeable staff that will help you get started or even keep you on track if you need to be, Dad. Let's change the subject. When are you adding new golf courses? (laughs) Well, we're always looking ahead for our members. So in addition to the courses that we have in the region, we also have Great Life courses in Kansas City, Topeka, and now Arizona. Now you're talking. Hey, hey, can you help me hit it further, too? Yep, any time of day. But as for straighter, I sure can't help with that. <laughs> I, I know that. <laughs> but our golf pro certainly or... can. <laughs> Give us a call or stop by any of our locations to see what we're all about. Or go to joingreatlife.com. Live, play, better at Great Life. Welcome back to Calling All Sports. This portion of the show is brought to you by Corey Insurance, Dakota Beverage, Billion Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram, Houston Speedway, the South Dakota Golf Association, and Corey and the Fireflies. All right, so let's continue our conversation about the uh, FBS playoffs here coming up uh, Friday night. Washington and Oregon play. That's a huge game for Kalen DeBoer and his staff. A lot of local interest in the Washington Huskies around here, that's for sure, with the Millbank head coach, and, of course, Ryan Grubb, the offensive coordinator, who was at USF with Kalen, Chuck Morrell, the defensive coordinator, who uh, is a Bonham grad and was with Kalen, is with Kalen out in Washington as well as defensive coordinator. Your thoughts? It's going to be well, hard. It, ho- hopefully it's clear-cut after this weekend's playoff games, but it, it might it, not be. It will be. You know, and we've got the top four teams, Georgia, Michigan, Washington, Florida State, all having conference championship games Three of those, Michigan's pretty much a foregoing conclusion that they'll beat Iowa, but the other four are going to be nip and tuck games. So if there are some upsets, there's four one loss teams. Um, and, and, uh, you know, if Oregon beats Washington, what do you do? If, uh, Louisville beats Florida State, uh, you know, how does that affect things? Uh, 
Alabama beats Georgia. There's going to be a that's, lot of that's, controversy. That's the big one. That's going to be a lot. There's going to be a lot of controversy. Alabama beats Georgia. Does Georgia stay in? Right. I think it kind of depends on the size of the loss. I mean, if they thump them pretty good, they fall out of the final four. If they lose by one or two, maybe they stay in the mix. But it's going to be fun, as as Todd mentioned, the the fact that they're uh, expanding the the playoff team of playoff format to twelve next year. I think that's great. I think that's very appropriate. I do too. And the fact that Arby's has expanded their menu to include the Wagyu burger is also excellent. So you can go out and get yourself a Wagyu burger for the for whichever of those games. Friday night is when Oregon and Washington yeah. play, I believe, at 7 o'clock. And the rest of those games are, I believe, Saturday. I, I think Arby's might be on the menu for Friday night uh, in, in front of the TV. I think that sounds pretty good. With the Wagyu burger. Yes, or may, maybe Wagyu and Reuben, maybe both mm-hmm. for Friday night. And they got a strawberry shake that's oh, yeah. seasonal. Cur- curly now. fries, yeah. Yeah, you're going to be happy. Uh, and don't forget to stop into Lewis Drug over the weekend. Uh, they'll have anything you ever need for uh, watching football, enjoying the day, and, and just don't forget the fact that uh, Santa Claus is coming to Lewis Drug, a store near you in December. View the calendar at lewisdrug.com. For more information on dates, times, and locations, Lewis is your first stop for the holidays, and it's your first stop and your only stop any day of the year. For 81 and three-quarters years, they've been going. Incredible. Thanks for listening today. Great to have you back, Neil. We'll talk again tomorrow. Thanks for listening to Calling All Sports. Today's show was brought to you by Arby's, Overhead Door, Great Life Health and Fitness, Lewis Drug, Fireplace Pros, Sanford Health, Dakota Bank, Rosenbauer, Dakota Beverage, Vance Thompson Vision, Corey Insurance, The Diamond Room, Furniture Mart USA, Billion Chrysler, Jeep Dodge Ram, the South Dakota Golf Association, Houston Speedway, Comfort King, and Corey and the Fireflies. Save big money in your next painting project now 